Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. Steve. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah. My bestie. Yeah. And I'm your bestie. Yes. How did we become besties, Catherine? I would say really that not only because you moved in next door, but because we went on walks. Yes, I think we that's did. where it really where the the seeds were planted and then yeah bloomed yeah the walk in the neighborhood uh-huh we would just walk and talk yeah it was great yeah mm-hmm. that's where it started yep and that was in 2001 yeah that's when i moved in next to you it was the day before 9 11 mm-hmm. i'll never forget that yeah and at that time we had a um new babies both of us yeah had babies that had been born just in may apart. so they were just a few months old and then um, I had a two-year-old, a four-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a ten-year-old. Mm-hmm. And you had a... I don't know, five... Four? Well, let's see now. Oh, I guess it would be four, three, and... New. New. There you go. So we were in the throes of family life. The reason that we're bringing that up is because we may have new listeners to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So Catherine and I are just two best friends who bring some sort of fun topic to the podcast every week right? and we try to um, bring it to you in a fun and entertaining engaging way and we follow it by some spiritual inspiration right so there's purpose too absolutely to the podcast we don't we do hope. too many things without purpose do we maybe a little bit well here and there <laughs> which true. is okay yeah but this really does have purpose. Yeah. Inspiration. And our topic today is friendship. Mm-hmm. So we Yay. thought we would definitely just sort of give a little overview of how we met and how we became friends. Just I think we because we share the same season in life, it was easy to connect. Our kids played together and stuff like that. That's true. That made it easier. Yeah. But you were easy to connect with. True. <laughs> And everybody I'm waiting to be for you my to say, friend. I'm waiting for you to say, and so were you. Oh, so were you, Catherine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So were you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and since then, so that was, how many years ago was it? 20? Oh, gosh. 22? No. Two, this is 2021. And that, it was oh, 20. Yeah. It was okay, 20 so years 20 ago. 20 years ago. So because we've, our babies are only 20. Right. So we've been g- yeah. great friends and best friends for couple decades yeah i mean it didn't start out that we were besties we were just like oh we're neighbors and then we're walking partners and then we're like oh my gosh i can't live without you (laughs) because we've moved a bunch of times yeah we have to continue being neighbors we have yeah you know when i first met you i think it was across the ditch because we had a ditch between us and i just instantly was like oh i like her yeah and then I had you over for coffee. I remember that. Yeah. And you told me a little bit about your background. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I, I actually, I know I even said it. I was like, that doesn't seem <laughs> right. Yeah, it doesn't add up. Yeah. But I believed you, of course. Yeah. And the way you talked about Jesus, I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've told you this before, but I'll say it for the benefit of our listeners. When I was walking back from your house that day, that very first day, yep. I was like, oh, fix it, Jesus. I don't know if I represented the Lord very well. And Jesus was up there going, check, done. <laughs> because on my end, I was like, oh, wow, I really liked, I really was attracted to that. 
And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's not like then instantly our friendship began. And, right. But, you know, it friendship takes time. It does. Because there's, you know, trust has to be built. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, I could, I, I did feel that you were genuine. But just because someone says yeah. that the way you described Jesus, I can't even remember exactly. It was just the way you mentioned him and like he was right there which he is but anyway yeah so just because someone says that doesn't mean the trust is instantly there yeah for sure and i i recall just being very unsure of the way that it came off mm-hmm. and i was happy to find out later that it was it came off positively definitely. and that you received it well oh yeah definitely mm-hmm. so that was the beginning of our our friendship and now mm-hmm. that <laughs> People think we're nuts. They do. And we maybe we are. Maybe we are. Because Catherine moved out of the neighborhood, and then Ron and I moved next door to Catherine and Kenny again. Mm-hmm. And then we moved, and then they moved to be on our block. Mm-hmm. So we've moved multiple times in order to re- maintain neighborhood connection. Yeah, because it's not just relationally. It's proximity. Right. That we care about <laughs> right and now we're talking about where are we going to retire not not where are you going to retire where are we <laughs> right because we'll get separation anxiety which is a real thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. and we're able to do life but, together right which is good but just so the listeners know we do have a healthy relationship <laughs> it's not like you can't be without me oh, and i can't be without you <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we go well, to the same church and same small group. Same small group, right? Same health club. Same gym. Same <laughs> classes. Uh what else? Well we, we do go this to this podcast together. We do. We um we pray together. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Every week with a group. Mm-hmm. Like so there's Oh, that. so then same Bible study. <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> yeah. Same circle of friends basically. Yeah. And we just had uh yesterday. In, in Bible study, one of the, the wasn't that the new gal who just joined our Bible study said, "Are you two sisters?" It yes, had to be because everybody two. else knows us. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looked at us and she's like, "Are you two sisters?" I'm like, "No," but we spend so much time together that we're starting to morph <laughs> <laughs> like old married couples. Yeah, and then I did tell her about how when we're traveling and doing shows that mm. uh, people have said more than once mm. they've asked me if i'm Catherine's mother oh it's so funny yeah it's hilarious i can actually picture the places <laughs> oh in which yeah it's happened. I bet one time can. we were in line oh for the, yeah, let's hear the, it <laughs> go ahead we were in line <laughs> for the airport or for the yeah well at the airport yeah for the for our flight somebody said something then yeah about you know my mama <laughs> mama <laughs> yeah like at work uh, yeah (laughs) okay enough (laughs) that's enough let's move on yeah all right so let's talk about friendship we've got Mm -hmm. we we always like to give you a heads up of what the takeaways that were our goal are these takeaways for you Mm -hmm. so try to give you a little carrot so that you'll stay to the very end of Mm -hmm. the podcast Mm -hmm. the first takeaway is we're going to give you a biblical look at friendship yeah, so we're gonna look at the Bible, mm-hmm. see what it says about friendship, and share that. Mm-hmm. And secondly, we're gonna share how to build close friendships. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be some tips there for people of how they can build close friendships. Mm-hmm. And then finally, what to do when friendship requires forgiveness. Yeah. What do you do? Well, gotta decide if you want to give up. Yeah. Or do you? Is that friendship worth salvaging? 
Yeah, that's very true. So we're going to get into all of that. And But first, before we go there, we have to thank our sponsors, our faithful sponsors of the podcast. Yeah, our first friends. Well, not our first friends, but I don't know. <laughs> They're our best male friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> our husbands. Yes. Muffin, Muffin and Pooh. Poo. Jinx. <laughs> Yeah, they they are 100% supportive of mm-hmm. us doing this podcast and because we're doing the podcast we're not we're not working getting money <laughs> making money. You work very hard. Yes, and I do too. Yes, we do. We're <laughs> She's patting herself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you to the guys for mm-hmm. what they do to support the podcast and to support us. Mm-hmm. It's great. All right. Well, let's roll, Catherine. Okay. Biblical look at friendship. All right. So, a biblical. So, in the Bible, yes, Jesus, he is our perfect example, right, of how a friend should be. He models that to his disciples. He models that to even just um, people that he encounters. Mm-hmm. He even tries to reveal that to the Pharisees, mm-hmm. those that were against him and trying to kill him. This so, is so true. And ultimately on the cross, he did do that. Right. Even, you know. With the, the forgiveness fer- thing for sure. Exactly. So sacrificing, he laid down his life. He did. So that was, that's our biggest example. And when you think about how he, at the Last Supper, that he washed he was telling them that he was going to wash their feet. And Peter, who was always... <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah, he, he was always, like, spontaneous and thought that he knew more yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that was his personality. He's like, not mine. <laughs> not going to wash mine. Because, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't just fathom the thought of Jesus washing his feet. Because then, their feet were extremely dirty. Right. They were always in sandals. You know, and had sand, and and that was like the lowest job that one could perform, washing their feet. So, so that's a really good character trait mm-hmm. in friendship is humility exactly. to humble yourself and be willing to serve your friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Consider yourself lower than your friend. Put your you know others before yourself. Yeah, that's what he was. That's what he was saying. So there's that, and one of my favorite stories too in the book of first Samuel and the story of Jonathan mm-hmm. and David mm-hmm. and Jonathan, he, so Jonathan was the king, was the king's son. So his father was, um, Saul mm-hmm. and Jonathan gave up really his position. Um, because the Saul eventually becomes very, uh, jealous of David, right. who later becomes king. And anyway, their friendship was so strong that they were literally knit together. Now, theirs was a little bit more, inst- you know, instantaneous, whereas friendships usually take a long time to, to grow. But their bond and the way they served each other and the way Jonathan recognized in David his warrior spirit and his... Um, uh, just everything about him, his character, he admired. And uh, what's his name? Jonathan himself was a warrior. Yeah. But anyway, he gave up his, his cloak, I think, which was a big deal, you know, from his father and gave it to David. And, and uh, he supported him in every way. Well, there he did almost the same thing that Jesus did in terms exactly. of he humbled himself mm-hmm. in order to serve. 
Mm-hmm. So that's, there's a cue. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to be willing to humble ourselves and consider our friends' needs over our own mm-hmm. and be willing to serve. Right. That's right. Not that's be served. Thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the, right, exactly. I I um got I have a quote here from Charles Stanley, mm-hmm. who he is a pastor and a, a doctor, mm-hmm. and um he has really good things to say about friendship. He actually preaches on um on First uh, Samuel a lot. Yeah. I've you know we're we're big fans of Doctor Stanley. Definitely love him. Yeah. So. In um, one of his sermons, Thinking Through Your Friendships, and it's from February uh, 2015. Okay. And he says, I'm going to, now this is, I'm quoting him. Mm -hmm. A friend is a treasure, one who loves you as you are, one who sees not only who you are, but who you can become, one who's there to catch you when you fall, one with whom you can share your everyday experiences. One who accepts your worst, but helps you become your best. Mm -hmm. Someone who understands your past, believes in your future, and accepts you today just the way you are. Someone who comes in when the whole world has gone out. Wow. And you know, that does also line up with some biblical principles. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I love that. I think that's a good way to sum up. Friendship. Yeah, biblical friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, this verse that in Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. that I had to, I had true confession, I had to look up in the beginning of the Bible where it gives you like where all the books are. Well, <laughs> it's not very often that I don't we go, go there. Into right. Ecclesiastes. Right. But when then I got all confused on whether or not it was in the Old Testament or New Testament. And I'm like, wait well, a minute. It's a momentary lapse. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you, Kia. <laughs> All right. Well, here it is. It's Ecclesiastes chapter four. It's a common verse that's been quoted on friendship. It's uh, verses nine and 10. It says two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. It goes to support this. OK, so what I'm I love that, by the way. Yeah. You're right. That is quoted a lot. So doing the research for this podcast, you know, part of me was like, I don't need to do any research. <laughs> I got this. But that's my pride. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, when I was doing that, I found an article written by somebody mm-hmm. in uh, Psychology Today. Mm-hmm. And his argument was that, no, you do not need a close friend you that you need to have some communication with people to get things done that's literally what he said you have to communicate because you have to get things done and so his his argument is is that um we only say those things to make people feel better and and that if one doesn't have a friend then they're just going to feel worse about themselves so he's saying it's okay if you don't have a it's close not friend okay. it's not okay it absolutely goes against if you in proverbs alone the book of proverbs in the bible over and over there's a lot to be said about what how god feels about relationships yeah and he holds that he esteems that yeah in very high regard so yeah. goes against that completely so i will not be using <laughs> psychology today anymore for any research right no <laughs> 
the the truth of the Bible is the truth. Mm-hmm. If you fall down, aren't you better off if you got somebody to help you up? Doesn't that make Someone sense? Someone you trust. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Done. Check. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the biblical look at friendship? Or are we moving on to our second we point? Can, we can move on. All right. Next up is how to build close friendships. Okay. So this is again from Charles Stanley. Same sermon. Yep. And I wanted to say he gets the giggles toward the end. And it's so fun yeah to listen to and watch because it's a it's a youtube thing yeah and um he he's kind of a he's kind of a serious guy but he does he has a sense of humor he definitely has he, a sense and, but of he humor. stays on point yeah but on this particular one he almost can't get through it <laughs> and he's he's recalling when he was in english class uh when he was a young man yeah. you know in high school or whatever it was and he's recalling, and it's really not even that funny. Yeah, it's but just funny to it him. It tickles him yeah. because he, it's, a, it's him remembering his friend. Well, we'll put the link to that yeah. in the show notes. Right. So what he says about how to build friendships. One, what do you got to do? We said this already. You have to spend time together. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because how do you get to really know anybody? How do you get to know God? How do you get to know Jesus if you're not spending time right. in the word or in prayer or with your friend? Right. Just like we said at the beginning, you and I spent time together because we wanted to get out of the house mm. at night when the guys would come home. It's like, I'm out. I'm going for a walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was great bonding time. It was. Yeah. But it was also good to be out of the house away from all of the hubbub. Yeah. And <laughs> just chat. <laughs> be able to finish the sentence and such. Well, that's the next point. The Ooh, next see? Uh, how to build a lasting relationship talk to each other that's right right on the third one be willing to cry or laugh together you know so. i just learned about laughter i can't remember if i've shared you this just with you. learned okay there's all kinds of stuff you can learn about laughter mm-hmm. there's our scientific studies that have been done and this one is the point that i just learned is that laughter is a social bonding it's like super glue in a friendship mm-hmm. so when friends laugh together mm-hmm. It creates some sort of bonding with them mm. that is absent if if the laughter's not there. Mm-hmm. It has a unique kind of way <laughs> to bond. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing just the other day in the car. Uh, you said something. I felt like it came kind of like a, not abrupt, yeah, but a little bit oh. forceful. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I was stupid. changing the subject and I, I think I was like saying something like really okay we're driven we're gonna get these goals it just done took me or off something. yeah it yeah, took I me off guard that. I was like what happened <laughs> I we were him. all peaceful and the trees are rustling and birds are singing and then Tracy's like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, it's true yeah yeah but see when your friends when your friends it's like think about when you're a little kid mm. and little kids get laughing together yeah laughter is the only um communicative communicative tool that is infectious contagious mm-hmm. right um with the exception of maybe crying like if you see someone crying you could feel that empathy yeah. and you could begin to tear up mm-hmm. but laughter Okay, so I guess I want to use the term positive emotion. In a positive way, Mm -hmm. laughter is the only one that really can, like, bring people together Mm -hmm. in a unique, special way. So, anyway, scientific fact. We've had a lot of laughs. Yes. 20 years. Remember when we got pulled over? Yes. (laughs) 
I do. And we were oh, filming the police God, officer. You I was filming. filming. You were driving, so I'm just saying. I oh, wasn't pulled over. You were gosh. pulled over. Yeah. Well, I wasn't speeding. Far from it. I it, think true. I had a, bust, a light out over my license plate. Oh, yeah, no, that was in Orland because we got pulled over twice. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I don't know. On the way home from Bible study. Yeah, the way home. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So mm. funny. Yeah. Anyway, we had the giggles. We couldn't breathe. Yeah. Just saying. Not in front of the police officer, though. We pulled it together. It, it was under control. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Ish. I would add that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I love this one. Share accomplishments. Yeah. You share one another. Show your friend that you're happy for his accomplishment or her yeah. accomplishment. Yeah. It means a lot. It sure does. Yeah. Uh, share trials. Mm. So it's interesting. It doesn't say share their burden. It, it, you kind of, you can't completely share the burden, but you can share the trial and yeah. you can be there for one another. Yeah. Support. Mm-hmm. Encouragement is huge. Just to know that you're not alone in a trial. Yeah. I think I think the biggest thing is even if your friend doesn't have right words or the, you know the exact the solution right. whatever just that you're there and you're listening yeah and you care I think that um it's huge and everybody goes through trials every yeah every person and when you and I both lost our dads within 6 months of each other mm-hmm. it it wasn't like we were happy that we were both in that situation but it certainly did help that we could relate to one another and there was a lot more trials you know yeah before that yeah uh be thankful about it Catherine. right (laughs) (laughs) thank you for asking me to help you with this podcast because you didn't have to ask me i am literally i'm sure the listeners could tell (laughs) that they love you equipped (laughs) you're equipped you just you're totally equipped you're just not comfortable you're getting more comfortable the longer you go confident yeah but it's it's coming Mm. oh thank you well you're still here (laughs) (laughs) or is that just because once you make a commitment you're you can't that's it (laughs) It i can't say no kind of yeah yeah well i'm super glad that you said yes because as we said in the beginning um I think we said it, or it might have been in the prayer, that Mike Smith, my manager. It was in the prayer. It was in the prayer. We we pray, f- folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we pray before every podcast that our words would be from the Lord and not from us. And in the prayer, I was uh, grateful for Mike, who suggested to me, you have to start a podcast, because mm-hmm. I was sitting on the sidelines during the pandemic. No comedy events, no events of any sort. And he said, you should get a podcast going. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, Catherine. <laughs> I can't just talk to myself, so get in here. But you could. I no. know you could, but I could, anyway. but it would be boring. But thank you. For, yeah. oh, you're welcome. All right. Be thoughtful. I, you know, I know some of these things seem like common sense, but mm-hmm. they're not really. And we all need these reminders. For sure. Yeah. Be thoughtful. Tolerant. So, you know, in this list... Mm-hmm. Dr. Stanley, not once did he have, like, as a bullet point, forgive. I thought that was like, what? That is so not like him, you know, to, to mm-hmm. not have that. But he he does say it in the be tolerant mm-hmm. portion, mm-hmm. meaning we, we, have to, we have to forgive. And we have to be tolerant of some of our, you know, one another's habits or right. um, misgivings. You know, or mistakes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're just human trying to put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And he says, touch. And he's like, now, with, because he's talking about close friendships. So mm -hmm. he doesn't mean, you know, get all touchy-feely. He doesn't mean that. <laughs> he's, he, he uses the example that <laughs> there's some people that, you know, you just give a handshake to. Mm -hmm. He's like, but my good friends, it's not good enough. Yeah. He hugs them. So that that that's his point. He says, "You know who those people are, though. Who you can't, yeah, who you can't hug or you can't touch. Yeah, he knows. He he did acknowledge that because there are those people. <laughs> when when Catherine and I leave each other after every single day, <laughs> we say, I I oftentimes say, don't miss me. Yeah, it's so funny. It is yeah. funny because <laughs> I'm gonna see you in six hours. Okay. Well, sometimes less than that. I know. <laughs> like was it? Yes. No. The day before yesterday. Sunday. Yeah. We did something, and then we were going to have dinner later. Our we husbands. Went, we went to church together. We sat together in church. Oh yeah. And then did we go to lunch together? Oftentimes we do. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we did no. Sunday. But we then we reconvened and got together at the coffee shop to work on the podcast. Oh, right. That's right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then we then we left there and we went here, didn't we? We come no. back here. Oh, we tried to go. No, we were done. No, we went in my back. Oh, under, that's right. We, we went, went to your back. backyard. Yeah. And then I'm leaving and her husband is there and he's like, okay, well, have, you know, have a good day or have a good week. Yeah. Have a good week. He said, I'll see you in a few minutes because I came home and I got my husband and we went back down there for dinner. Right. <laughs> oh, lots of fun. And then Kenny, after you left, because mm -hmm. you had things you had to do. Right. For um, your the Zoom video thing. Yeah, yeah. thing. And so Kenny and Ron hung out for yes, a while. Yes, they did. And I cleaned up, and I went out there for a few more minutes and just sat on the, like, lounge couch thing. And I just let let them talk, and yeah. I fiddled with my phone or something. But then I got up again. Yeah. But anyways. Good bit, times. Yeah. So. Okay. And be transparent. That Don't is, be fake. Right. Yeah. Be transparent. Be, be willing to be transparent yeah. you know it takes a lot of confidence to be transparent yeah. so so in order for me to be transparent in front of you mm -hmm. I have to trust that you're not going to judge me right? right so there you go yeah yeah exactly that should be on here don't judge each other mm. uh and then last on here is be truthful authentic genuine Genuine. Genuine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Be truthful. Yeah. I have a bonus one, too. The bonus I got from advice on another one of his sermons about strong friendships. Mm -hmm. And in it, he says, love sacrificially. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a, that's a, that's a bonus. <laughs> we'll put the link in. It uh, is a bonus. And, and you started this whole, you know, the biblical look at friendship talking about Jesus. If if there's anyone yeah. on the universe who has loved sacrificially, mm -hmm. it's our Lord. Mm -hmm. So we're never going to be called to that level yeah. of sacrifice. No one not, will. Right. Not to that level. Not to that level. But, but you can still love sacrificially. Yes. You can give up something yes. for your friend. Yeah. So in, in those, um, I say those, it's, it's two more... Um, sermons that you can listen to or watch or both whatever online and it's about strong friendships and he talks about wise friendships and he talks about um how and what causes a friendship to go south or mm. you know go sour 
So, mm-hmm. and he's got some advice on that. Okay. And it's, it's really good. Well, we'll link all of that yep. in the notes. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of friendships going sour, do you have anything else to say about building close friendships or can we go into we to what happens <laughs> why are you looking at me like that <laughs> nothing well because our third point is yeah. to talk about what to do when friendship needs forgiveness so you know when things do sour in mm-hmm. a friendship or things go south what do you do how do you handle it mm-hmm. and what what would you say Catherine? well i would first i would say that yeah Take a good look at yourself. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Is the friendship worth uh, salvaging? And kind of um, what? No matter who is at fault. Yeah. That you just find it within yourself to forgive yourself, or forgive your friend, or both. Yeah, and um, oftentimes with conflict, as we know, we're grown <laughs> mostly. Mm-hmm conflict is a two-way street it's not usually just one person Mm -hmm. who has created the offense usually usually there's a couple you know back and forth even if it feels like it's just one person probably isn't yeah yeah and sometimes it can it can feel like it's well they're the one that's creating this hubbub whatever it is Mm mm-hmm but I liked what you said to take a look inside and say, okay, what can I own here? Mm-hmm. And even if I didn't intend to be offensive or to be dismissive, or even if, if the intention wasn't there, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that the assault wasn't there. Right. It was still there. It's right. just that you didn't intend it. were hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to look inward and to own, to be, I'm sorry that I was dismissive or that I was insulting or that I was whatever it was. Yeah. And I think another thing too, that's really important is that one doesn't have to be right. Totally. Just take that off the table. Yeah. And it doesn't matter in a friendship. It doesn't. Isn't there a Michael Jackson song? It doesn't <laughs> matter who's wrong or right. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. There is. Just it's been a while. <laughs> Michael Jackson's in her head. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's go. Um, This verse here, we were going to share it later, but let's share it now because we have another verse for later. But it fits right here. And it's Proverbs 17, 17. Mm -hmm. And it says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, (laughs) it's, it's hard to love at all times. Right. But that's what we're called to do. That's right. It doesn't say love sometimes or love with the exception of this. Right. Or with the exception of, well, they were in the wrong. No. Right. Love at all times. But with that, I'm going to give a caveat because, I mean, I've had experiences in the past, and I'm sure that our listeners have too, and you probably have too, where you've been hurt by Mm -hmm. a friend. Mm -hmm. And when you're hurt by a friend, I mean, Jesus was identified as the one to be put on the cross, the kiss from a friend. Yeah, kiss, right. Talk about oh the ultimate betrayal. Right. And so when it, when a close friend hurts you mm-hmm. like that, it cuts deep to the quick. Mm-hmm. It really does. If it was somebody that you didn't care about, it'd be like, who cares? Whatever, mm-hmm. say what you want. But when a friend hurts you. Hurts way more. It really does. Mm-hmm. And there are times when, you know, 
you may not be able to salvage the friendship in the way that it was before the hurt. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just, you can't undo. I look at it like this, like like relationships are fragile. It's like holding a, a very fragile, precious ornament. Yes. And if you drop it, you might be able to put it back together, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So that being said, like Catherine said, make sure that if if you have a problem with a friendship, look and see if it if it's worth saving. Mm-hmm. You know, because maybe you need to forgive mm-hmm. and love, but from a distance, and that's okay. Right. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I've I've been in that situation before where I've been hurt, and I I did confront, you know, the the person who hurt me, and I I it just it just wasn't supposed. We just weren't supposed to be close friends. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be friendly but not friends. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think there's a healthy boundary that you set then, mm-hmm. you know, because we can, my mom used to say this. We, we talked yeah. about this earlier today. My mom used to say, if you can count your really good friends on one hand, you're blessed. Yeah. Or something like that, or good for you. Mm-hmm. My right? mom used to say, you don't need uh, more than a handful. She used to say very Same similar, thing. but her main thing that she always drove in is if you have one or two really good friends, it's good. Yeah. Because oh, that's all you really need. Right. And I don't think it's really possible for us to keep up with, mm. you know, oodles and oodles, <laughs> no. oodles of relationships. Not when you're talking about really being involved in yeah. one another's uh, lives. Yeah. No. The, yeah. It's. No. So, so we wanted to to just touch on that just a little bit that when when friendship does kind of go south sometimes it's okay you know to to not remain friends like you were Mm -hmm. but still the forgiveness has to be there for your own sake yeah and for their sake well i think sometimes god has us in seasons of friendships with with Mm -hmm. different people yeah and uh they were a good friend during a certain season and then sometimes there is an end to it yeah Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what else did we want to cover today, Catherine? Well, you know what? Just because I glanced down at it, yeah. um, I was also talk, uh, looking at the Mayo Clinic and what they had to say about friendship. And I just want to add that yes. they say that it's good for your health as well. Yeah. So this is this is what the Mayo Clinic said. They said, uh, friends play a significant role in promoting overall health. Adults with strong social support have a reduced risk of many significant health problems, including depression, high blood pressure, uh, hold on, and an unhealthy body mass index, your your BMI. Ah. (laughs) Studies have even found that older adults with a rich social life are likely to live longer than their peers with fewer connections. What's that that they say at the, it just came to mind. At the end of uh, It's a Wonderful Life, where George Bailey oh, yeah. opens up his, his uh, Mark Tom Twain. Sawyer. To- okay, it's Tom, Tom Sawyer, Sawyer book. And it says something like, a man is not a failure who has friends or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he uses the word rich in there, too, because George Bailey was really struggling with some yeah. money issues. Yeah. But it's, it's true. Rich. And when you think about it, too, like think about when we get older mm-hmm. and... You, you've had some experiences where you worked inside of assisted living places mm-hmm. and depression, loneliness mm-hmm. is such a, a horrible condition mm-hmm. and it, I don't think it adds to your health. So it makes sense that Mayo Clinic would say, if you have a good network of friends, 
Yeah. It's going to be better for you. Definitely. I Yeah, I think a lot of people in those situations are pining for, for the friends that they had that may have passed on. Yeah. And uh, I think that's, too, why a lot of seniors get in these communities where yeah. there's a lot of social activity. They can connect. Exactly. You know, one thing on the list of things of how to build close friendships, I don't remember if you said this. If you did, forgive me. But if you didn't, I think we should always not take for granted a, a good friend. Don't take don't take your relationships for granted. Yeah, I think that's on the the be thankful spectrum. Okay. Yeah. So that's- to be intentional about making sure that that you nurture and invest mm-hmm. in re- these relationships. It, exactly, because the value you put on your friendship is it's revealed in how you are a friend or how you treat yeah. a friend. Do you? It's- <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm laughing. Do you remember the time when you were working on those lockers that we bought? And we- yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, my goodness. So we lived next door to each other. Mm-hmm. And she was, were you painting or sanding? or uh, You were doing I something. No, but... But the lockers, lockers fell, on fell over on her, and she was trapped underneath there. Yeah, and we're talking a set of lockers, like school lockers or, or gym lockers, yeah. metal and, and she couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. And somehow you had your phone. It totally fell on me. Oh, my gosh. And you called me. Mm-hmm. And I just dropped whatever I was doing. And I was running from my oh, house. which I was. I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> we lived, we used to live out in the country. So it was two and a half acres each property. So for me to go next door, I had to run down my driveway, which was long, and mm-hmm. then run across, you know, the acre, whatever, the ditch, blah, blah, blah. Unless you jumped across the big ditch i didn't do that catherine (laughs) (laughs) let's not get crazy but i remember running and i'm running as fast as i can which is not very fast and i'm like oh i'm coming (laughs) don't worry (laughs) and i I get over there and lift the lockers like hercules you did yeah saved your butt my chest yeah it was crushing me yeah yeah so you're welcome thank you oh (laughs) jeez I knew you were going to say thank you. I knew it. I could feel it. I could feel it. She's she's about to say it. (laughs) Here it comes. All right. I love how you beat me to the punch. Always. Yeah. Wait. All right. Wait. Oh, I'm going to tell. I got something, too. Okay. (laughs) What do you have? I want to tell the audience about when I scare you. Oh. So one of the. That's not very friendly. One of the things that I do with Catherine is, I I don't know why I do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I sneak up on her. She's real jumpy, so she's easy I to am. scare. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. I I think I was I don't even know if I intentionally meant. To, yeah, I did. I did when I got into your car and I was hiding. <laughs> well, by then you knew that I was jumpy. Okay. So yes. So you, maybe at first I maybe I discovered it by accident or you, whatever. That's right. But I have a collection of videos of me scaring Catherine. And I'm going to have Caleb, my son, put it on my YouTube channel. So, yeah. Sorry, Kat. (laughs) It's probably going to go viral. It is so crazy because I don't know how I fall into it. It, Actually, today when I walked into her house, do you know, because we were going to record as we are. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to scare her because I didn't (laughs) knock this time. (laughs) And I thought, I can't because I'll scare myself <laughs> in the process. 
That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say something sentimental. Oh, go like. <laughs> go ahead. I thought it was. <laughs> what? Go ahead. I say thought it. it was so like sweet and fun and whatever when um we were getting ready to re- uh to create this podcast yeah. and you bought those friends mugs oh yeah the matching friends mugs which yeah. we're not using today yeah but i thought that was fun it was fun yeah we were at the store and i was hiding them from you because we were shopping together because we're always together no <laughs> we even okay so she has bought me some <laughs> what did i buy you you bought me some like best friend mugs oh yeah i have and I think three times, three of the t- no, two of the times I was with you. Yes. <laughs> one at Cracker Barrel. Yep. One at some truck like, stop in Iowa. I one remember of those that one. Mega, yeah. Yeah. Truck stops. Right. <laughs> we were going to Orange. Was it called Orange City? Orange City. Oh, that was a fun trip. Yeah. Or was it? Is that where they had the Dutch? Yes. Community. Wasn't it called Orange City, Iowa? Yeah. I think it's Orange something. Yeah. But it was a fun trip. Mm-hmm. All right. Bring it, Lord. Bring some more fun like that. Yes. Yep. Okay. I think we've pretty much covered everything that we wanted to cover. Mm-hmm. Let's... Oh, here's a... Wait, I'm just going to say... Go ahead. I just found this quote that I jotted down. I don't know where I got it from. Okay. But it says, friends come, friends go, but a true friend is there to watch you grow. Oh, I love that. Sounds like a little kid's book. <laughs> it does. When, you know, I of course, you know that I have five sons, uh-huh. and all the while they were growing up, I used to make them recite this poem whenever they were fighting that I made up. And the poem goes like this. A friend may come and go, but a brother is always a bro. Uh Which is actually opposite of that Proverbs 17, because that one says a brother is for adversity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, not, not in this case. That's taken out of context. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But the point is, I want, you know, the hope is that our our children mm-hmm. will remain friends as siblings. That's so right. That was the point of that. Plus, mm-hmm. I wanted them to quit fighting. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, let's share um, this closing inspirational verse from Colossians chapter three. Yes. Verse thirteen. I think it's twelve and thirteen, isn't it? I don't know. I only wrote down thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Yep. You're right. Okay. That's all right. It says, "Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another." forgive as the lord forgave you that's there it is that's everything right Mm -hmm. there so just stick that in your brain forgiveness (laughs) how are you going to get more friends (laughs) forgiveness that's right and then we have a call to action and the call to action is the book of john because in the book of john there's there's so much displayed there of how jesus loved how he loved his friends his disciples uh, how he, he, I don't know. So the book of John is written by John, one of his disciples. And he literally has called himself the one that Jesus loved. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he had that close connection he, with he Jesus. He really did have that close connection. And, um, there's a long prayer toward the end mm-hmm. and Jesus, he prays for his friends, his disciples. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a really, it's, it's a really good book. If, um, if you don't really know the whole uh, gospel truth about yeah. Jesus. It's there's a lot there. So take that to heart mm-hmm. and take that as an assignment. Read the book of John. Mm-hmm. And our next episode, <laughs> so excited, <laughs> she is. Our next episode is on purse psychology. Yeah, Catherine's yeah, not too thrilled about well, it. Well, uh, I but I can be. 
You I will be. Psych myself. Oh, you will okay. be. Okay. You will be. Yeah. Because we're going to find out what your purse says about you. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So stay tuned, humor consumers. <laughs> we, we're not sure how we came up with that one. No. Because we brainstormed this whole list when we were on a, a road trip together. Yes. <laughs> going to Florida. Right. With my family. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Bye-bye.